Hey everybody, and welcome to Rabbit's Ramblings, Podcast 227. This time I talk about a free mobile game called Monsters Ate My Condo, and I talk about a movie that came out recently called What We Do in the Shadows, and at the end part, just before the close, I talk a little bit about some format changes and some just general life ramblings about why I've been doing the podcast and what the podcast has been sort of targeting and where it may go in the future. And that's it for this week. Hopefully you'll enjoy the show. So a free mobile game I found was Monsters Ate My Condo, which I decided to check out because the reviews I'd read about Monsters Ate My Metropolis, often referenced as Monsters Ate My Condo, is coming first, and they made reference to why was there such a big, huge change in terms of the game and how the game type sort of focused between the two. So I thought I'd check out the original and see what that was all about. Monsters Ate My Condo is again by Adult Swim, made by Pickpock Games. It's basically a combination of sort of a match three game and a Jenga style, sort of, I guess you could say physics based puzzler. It's not necessarily a puzzle in the sense of, you know, you have to sort of match things. It's more of a puzzle in that the pieces you are matching is in a tower-style arrangement, I guess you could say. You know, they're sort of piled up on top of one another. And where the Jenga-like physics comes in is that as you slide the pieces out, depending on how you slide them exactly, the tower parts above will, you know, sort of move and bend uh, that direction as well as you know, sort of how much they get separated based on how quickly or how slowly you swipe. It gets really, really interesting in that you don't want to swipe one direction too much because the tower will sort of slide that direction and then it it starts lean heavily. So you want to go kind of this side, that side. And the monsters will come in on each side and they have a specific color they are aligned to. So throwing them a matching tile will feed them And then if you actually match, you know, three or more tiles, it will give a big bonus and that monster will disappear and change to a different color monster. So it actually has this very sort of deep strategy in terms of, are you going to match a single tile to the monster color? Are you going to get rid of some and not match them? And that sort of upsets the monster and then they start (laughs) dancing around. And then the dancing sort of shakes the tower more. So it gets into this sort of really, really deep strategy. And then it's more than just, you know, you want to match three tiles. Because you have to, you know, get rid of some. And are you going to match them to the monsters? You always kind of want to. But again, if you swipe too many single 
to the one side, it'll start leaning to that side. So it's actually pretty basic, but it's also very deep, sort of as you get more into it because of that strategy. Also, you get sort of bonus tiles, and getting bigger bonuses and saving them is really good for points. But each monster, and there are four types, have a different sort of power-up ability. So sometimes you might want to feed the special bonus to the monster, because then it will activate their power-up. So again, it gets into the strategy of, do you want to save the power-up for a bigger score, or do you want to you know, feed it to the monster and get that sort of bonus. Like the two I use most often are the blue one will sort of straighten up the tower while it's activated. So if you can match while the blue power is active, it'll get really straight and and fixed and you don't have to worry about it wobbling. And then the red one will slow down time. So that's really useful for sort of doing more complicated matching. So there, again, you know, this is this question of, do you want to do this with the power-up? Do you want to do that with the power-up? Do you want to save the bonus for points? And then again, it gets into a really deep strategy. At the end of the match, you will win a certain amount of coins, and coins are used for power-ups at the start of the match. There are 10 total, and you'll sort of unlock them as you go, and once they're unlocked, you can choose to use them, and they have a coin cost associated with them. So coins are really just kind of a way of giving players the option to use different kind of boosters when they start the game. You can buy coins in the coin store. However, it's not really necessary to buy coins. It gives you a bigger score and a way to sort of build up higher multipliers faster. But it is by no means required to enjoy the game. Unlike Monsters Ate My Metropolis, with Monsters Ate My Condo there are no required ads and no required active internet. So I'm able to play with no connection, you know, as much as I like. And so that's very cool. That's how a mobile game should be, in my opinion. The graphics are good, and the monsters are really silly and fun-looking. Again, the physics-based sort of puzzle aspects when you move, the tower are really amazing. Seems really accurate. It's getting to the point now where I've played... Probably, I would guess, about three hours total. And I'm starting to think about things like, what kind of speed do I want to pull the tile out? Do I kind of want to maybe try and hold it in place and sort of wiggle it or bounce it a little bit to kind of maybe straighten up the tower if I can? Things like that. But you're on this two-minute clock for each round, so you want to kind of go really quickly. So like I said, you know, it's a deep strategy. The more you play, the more you sort of think about these little things. But the fact that the little things are there kind of blew my mind at times at how detailed they are. The music seems a little bit repetitive. I think it switches and is matched to whatever monster is on the left side. But after a few minutes of listening to the music, it got just kind of repetitive and I just stopped listening to the game with music on. Unfortunately, it is one of those ones where you're either listening to the game sounds or you're listening to nothing. I tried listening to a podcast in the background, and it would not play through. It muted slash shut down the podcast and played the game sounds. So that is sadly not an option. That's again, you know, an option I think every game should have. Because people are probably just going to want to listen to either music or podcasts. So I think the option should be really in every game. 
Again, Monsters Ate My Condo is free to download and play, so if it sounds like something that might be interesting to you, I would highly recommend you pick it up. have just a few brief thoughts about a movie called What We Do in the Shadows. Because mostly, you know, with, with movies, I don't want to spoil anything. Basically, it is a mockumentary about four vampires living together in sort of a flat situation, as they call it. You know, it's basically living in a house together. They're, for the most part, older vampires. I think the youngest one is around 200 years old. So they're kind of you know, older people, as it were. They don't quite get modern stuff. And they're kind of waning, I guess, in power because they're getting both kind of older and kind of bored. So a lot of the movie is focusing on how they were once really great and now they're just kind of waning in power every day. Regular people, almost. And so hilarity ensues around that because, you know, that's pretty comical stuff about, you know, they were vampires, so they're kind of special, but they're not really special anymore. And then sort of at the end of what most would say is the first act, a new vampire comes along and is made. And so the new vampire is, you know, very good at modern things because he's a, a current day guy, but he is very bad at the vampire things because he's a brand new vampire. So again, hilarity ensues as they sort of bring this new vampire into their flock, and the new vampire sort of brings them up to speed on the modern world. It is mostly just a hilarious, silly comedy, not taking itself very seriously, sort of poking fun at the whole vampires are really cool and amazing shtick everybody is doing. There is some gore, I would warn, on that but it is kind of sillier style. It's sort of Monty Python style where it's sort of extreme and over the top. And it's not, you know, gore that makes you want to wince and go, ah, because it's so realistic. It's just like kind of funny and extreme. But, you know, people who are super sensitive to it might want to watch out for that. I would highly recommend it to anybody who likes vampire stuff, especially... uh movies that are more comedy-oriented or sort of poke fun at stuff. I would say it is one of the better good-bad movies, as I call them, but it's not really bad because it's done so well. And the special effects are all kind of really incredible. They're not like super amazing special effects. You know, some of them are done purposely a little bit corny, but they're done so well, it's kind of like a big-budget movie in you know, how well the special effects are done when they're intending to be, you know, good. Like I said, a lot of the stuff they do is intended to be corny, and it comes off really well. So, you know, in a good-bad movie, it's not really kind of like that. They're kind of supposed to be doing something very serious, but it, it turns out corny, not on purpose. So again, that's why I wouldn't really qualify this as a good-bad movie. It's kind of a, a good movie, you know, actual good movie that is quite good but done in a sort of corny style, I guess you could say. I grabbed it at Redbox. 
for, I think it was like two bucks and change because I got it on Blu-ray. You can get it on DVD, I think, for like a buck twenty. And I expect it's probably on Netflix for streaming. I shut that down because, you know, it's eight bucks a month, which I can't really afford. But I would highly recommend you check it out if you are into sort of supernatural style movies and, you know, especially if you are into comedy of that genre as well. So as I said in the intro, there's a little bit of change to the format. Not really a lot of change in terms of, you know, I'm going to have this section and this section and this section. But as you might notice, I have new bumpers that are just, you know, public domain songs that anybody can use. And they're, they're a little bit shorter than I have been using. So no more actual music of the game or movie or whatever. Because the more I listen to different podcasts, the more I'm finding that they just don't really do that. Some people have done it in the past, you know, but it seems more like podcasts I listen to are just people basically rambling the whole time. They don't actually even often use bumpers very often, which is kind of weird because I think, you know, you should sort of break it up somehow. So a little bit of a change there. Again, I don't know how much longer I'm actually going to do the podcast. Because the more I've been thinking about it, the more it's like I really enjoy just kind of talking to myself, as it were. And part of that is I, I think I would really like to get into voice work. It's kind of weird because I've sort of strayed and sort of been around that topic my whole life. Way back in the day, my cousins were living with us for a brief time, I think about a year, year and a half, when I was around like eight, I think, seven or eight. And we would record stuff and do funny stuff for each other. And then sort of my whole life, I've always sort of copied cartoon voices and done, you know, silly voices for people my whole life. And, you know, the more I've done the podcast lately, the more I realize, you know, I, I really do just want to do my own thing. I don't want to do like a super hardcore analytical style in terms of game reviews, because a lot of people already do that. So, you know, why would I also need to do that? There's already people that do that. And so that's why it's always been sort of a, a casual dipping into a topic and more exploring my thoughts and history about, you know, similar games I've played or similar games like that or sort of the topic as a whole. So I don't know, you know, if it is just about me recording and doing stuff to hear myself talk, as it were, and, you know, I really don't have a lot of listeners, you know, there's not a whole lot of point in continuing so I don't know. We'll see how it goes. I, I have some stuff to talk about in probably the next week, maybe a couple weeks. So we'll see where it goes from here. And um, if you see more format differences in terms of bumpers and what the bumpers say and stuff, that will be part of the change. Sadly, you won't be able to tell my mood as much because, you know, it always kind of matched the musics that are not uh, the specific game or movie related you know you could sort of tell my mood by them now it's just going to be the bumpers that are the bumpers and that's it
But as always, you know, if people enjoy a specific thing or they want to maybe hear more about a certain thing or something, you know, you can always email me or post on my Facebook page. From the newsroom. The only news I have this time is that the Hearthstone expansion has now come out, the Grand Tournament. So if you were looking forward to that, it is now out. If you had pre-ordered it, I'm sure you got notice that it was out and you could go grab your boosters. If not, you can grab them in the store, and I think the Arena now will do them by default as prizes. Because I heard Arena was going to do the newest booster as its reward boosters. And that's really it for the news. So that's it for this Rabbit's Ramblings podcast. My cold is still coming and going. I, I guess it's probably allergies because it's not going away very much. It'll be better or worse depending on the day. Overall, it's it's generally tolerable. A little bit of congestion, a little bit of sneezing sometimes. As I'm recording this, this is the last day school will be open. So I will be sitting outside for like three weeks. In previous years, I would just go to the coffee shop across the way but since I don't have any money at all I I don't know it feels weird I mean some people are okay with me just hanging out not buying stuff other people you know give me funny looks so it's better just to avoid that unless you know it's kind of necessary there's also the food store I could always go to I used to play my console at the food store before I started playing it at school but the food store is kind of weird because in the part that I sit in, for some reason, they have, like, really ridiculously extreme air conditioning. So it's always, like, freezing cold there, no matter what the temperature is outside. So I kind of don't like to be there. Plus, their internet is garbage, like, all the time. Back when I was going there in the day, I, I was writing them every couple months saying, Hey, the internet's out again, or, Hey, the internet's barely connecting again. And they don't seem to really care, so I just kind of stopped going there. But in super good news, I got enough donations and gifts over my birthday that I have now signed up for classes for next quarter. So there's that, at least, you know, it's an ongoing thing. So that'll have to happen every quarter, and I'll have to hope I get enough each quarter. Once we get to February, I'll get my I mean, tax return, and that'll be a big boost for several things I can potentially use. Oh, other good news is, a sort of friend from a previous class that I had sort of TA'd her in uh, asked me to do a editing job for her. So I might have, you know, sort of a, a one-shot, smallish job. She said it'd take like 10 to 15 hours. But, you know, that could be uh, another boost in income that I could use to do things like pay off the, the phone bill I owe and and then I'm not sure what else to do with the rest. I might save it for car insurance. I might save it for paying off my internet stuff early. Because that comes due sort of in, in mid to late December, I think. 
So that would also be good to to have covered. We'll see. You know, I, I don't know too many details on it, and she's going to get back to me next week on further details. So if that happens or not happens, uh, maybe I'll talk about it on next podcast. But that's it for this time. I'm kind of stable, kind of have enough gas, kind of have a little bit of money, so a little bit less stressful. Donations are, you know, always appreciated. Still don't have a stable income, so you know, there's always those other things I need to cover and pay for. But I'm not, thankfully, you know, on the verge of stressing out over everything. And you could feel like crying all the time. But, you know, those days could quickly come back. But I guess that's it for this week's ramblings. And hopefully everybody out there is not having a terrible time like me. And hopefully I'll see everybody next time. Okay, thanks, bye. You have been listening to Rabbit's Ramblings. If you would like to see the show notes or feed the bunny by sending a donation, you can find the show website at www.rabbit.com slash podcast slash rabbitsramblings.html. When you type Rabbit's Ramblings, don't use the space. If you would like to send me an email, you can do so at rabbit at rabbit.com. If you like my page, you can also post on Facebook at rabbit.com. You can follow me on YouTube at rabbitdot.com. I have a page on Patreon at www.patreon.com slash rabbit, R-A-B-B number one T. You can set up a monthly recurring subscription there at a price point of your choice. Be sure to put the number 1 in place of I anytime you type rabbit. Rabbit's Ramblings is copyright 2015 by Eric Stryker, a.k.a. Rabbit.